Huh? I think two hundred five. No, it's fine. Just give me. I'm gonna own. You're rolling. Nice When I hit the slab, call a Uber, maybe cab. Then I hit her with the dick, like, tell me what it feel like. Girl, I seen your ass since the 12th grade. You still bad as fuck, so ain't shit cheap. Remember when your friend with the bins brought you in and you sat right next to me, so I just kicked on something. But either way, how do I address the audience, man? Like Alphas. Alphas. What's up, Alphas? Um, <laughs> uh, it's Usipine here. <laughs> We've been struggling to introduce the show, but yeah, now we're on. Um, so just a quick intro. My name is Usipile Vichima. Um, straight from the Eastern Cape. So you can get nasty and talk smack. Tell me what you think of me. Um, so yeah, so you see it cause I see it too. Why you playing? I'm just saying, fall through. You can guess what I'm about to do. Yo, Alphas, it's your favorite Friday night show again, the Alpha Show. Too loud. Start again. <laughs> Evening Alphas, this is your favorite Friday night show, The Alpha Show, mm-hmm. and this is your boy, Dr. Wise, the human wolf himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, likewise, I'm always having two of my gentle brothers. Jens? Yeah. What's up? Sup? What's up? Sup? <laughs> um, so yeah, this is Simpirus Tebe from Lady Smith, and yeah, man. Usi. And you know we've got your boy Usipile Vichima from, from. from Ekone. Um, so, oh people, by the way, I'm not like telling you where I'm from each episode. It's just like a signature line now. Usipile from Ekone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. Usipile from Ekone. You should every time Usipile from Ekone. Mm. Yeah, anyway, again, you know where I'm from. KZN. KwaZulu yeah. Natal. Mm. Even if you say it in English, bro. In my language, KwaZulu Natal. Yeah. So what's up? English? What's up? KwaZulu Natal. <laughs> what's up? You know, man. You, it has the thing. It has the thing. That's anyway, Alphas. English. Uh, <laughs> 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 what's happening? Anyway, Alphas. <laughs> like you always know, we always bring out <clears throat> our best, and we always do our best to try and invite the best guest that we can get. Oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> oh. I don't know what to say after that. He has already introduced himself. <laughs> Alphas, please help us welcome Miles Elora. Hey, what's up, everybody? <sighs> Glad to be on the Alpha show today. Nice. Yo, new <sighs> Hey, like, everybody clap your hands for Miles. <laughs> 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 the crowd goes wild. <laughs> <laughs> the Brazilian wave. 
Nice. Mr. Miles. How are you? How are you doing, man? Man, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, we good. We good. We good. Mm. Still alive. <clears throat> yeah. And everybody don't get confused. The main host is not Wiseman, even though he introduced the show. The main host <laughs> is your boy from Ekonga. Yeah, I'm representing. Um, it's me. So I'll be taking charge of the show tonight. Um, I'll be steering the conversations to the direction I want them to take. Oh, so you. there's going to be a lot of tricking questions, a lot of weird um, poses. Yeah, we don't uh, like those. Oh, it's it's so not up to you tonight. Can I quickly ask you something? So man to man. <laughs> man to man right now so you're not gonna allow me to finish talking before you tell the people that that you are the main host nope do y'all normally improvise like this in every show like Dale it's not written huh it's not written guess you guys know that it's not written flip I didn't know that <laughs> I just learned that now it's not written at all Vichim wait I'm confused Vichim <laughs> written as in the s- scripted yeah Okay. Because okay, nice. Anyway, guys, <laughs> he has already said it. He wasn't going to let me, you know, tell you that he's the main host. So, yeah. Mr. Vichima. Mm-hmm. Tell us what's the topic of the night, man. Let us put it on the table. Let us get on it. Hey, well, Alphas, I know we're usually talking about our weeks and stuff, but I guess we already know the drill. Um, Simpiwe had, 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 like, his, what you mean? Simpiwe's coursework is in order. He's, he's learned a new chapter. There's a new tutor. He's having a great time. <laughs> Wise man either had one, a business seminar, or, <laughs> or two. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh yeah so uh, but tonight we're not we're gonna skip that part also for time's sake so topic for the day um <clears throat> i'm just gonna read out a small um abstract i got from the internet so this person posted the culture of cutting people off because they don't add value to your life can be quite dangerous sometimes it's important to just be a friend to those who need a friend to the broken and to those in need without expecting anything in return You'll be surprised what you can learn from them. And the people wonder why society has an issue with loneliness. People are too busy cutting each other off. Y'all couldn't have brought me in for an easier topic. <laughs> nope. Um, so yeah, I know it's quite, it's, it's very different from, I mean, it's emotional as the other ones, but it's very, like, it's, a, it's, a, it's yeah. youthy. Youthy, everything is youthy. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, um, so just first question, straight into it. Yeah. What's your guys' take on this? Just from what I've read, mm. what's on your mind? First thing that comes to mind. Um, so I think, I think, I think, I think that cutting people off is not a bad thing, right? <clears throat> I think that there's, there's certain people that you feel like, be it they dragging you down, be it they they have this negative energy or this bad energy that you don't like being around of. And so then I feel like cutting them off would be the best thing for someone or you, Alpha, that's listening to do, right? Um, and I think also like like we we tend to give reasons to why I cut people off. I feel like also that's also redundant sometimes so then if say maybe i cut someone off i don't owe the person a reason to why i cut them off okay so that's what's on my mind okay what <clears throat> okay so 
quickly uh, i want to engage with some pua just for a minute so firstly it's this one that we want you to share your own perspective yeah right um two it's kind of confusing when you say um you alpha as well it would be the reason why you should cut people off it sounds like you are imposing your perspective on someone else mm-hmm. like for example for me if you were to say that to me uh, i would probably be against it mm-hmm. so what is your take mm-hmm. let us not talk about other people let us talk about simpiwe because also with me and my, like myself when i raise my own i, I don't want you to rise and think that yeah. no Miles cut that person off because of this. It should be a thing of, this is what I am thinking. This sure. is how I feel about it. Y'all call people out on this show? This is so nice. <laughs> so nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, now so, so what I meant was like, we have this impulse ne? Yeah. of saying, if maybe you say I cut someone off, I have to give you a reason why I did that. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, if I cut someone off, I don't owe the person the the reason to why I did that. So now it's the impulse of like, say even if, say maybe we're friends, right? good mm-hmm. friends, and then I decide to cut you off. Mm. I don't owe you a reason, but then it, it would be good of me to give you the reason. Mm. But then it's... Okay, so 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 for your own... So if you were the fr- friend being cut off, you would like to get the reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you feel like for you, if you were cutting someone off, it would be beneficial for you to give the reason. Exactly. Because you get to voice out, um, sure. you know, all, all the things that you've been keeping inside, you voice it out and then you get over <coughs> it. <coughs> so from your side. Yeah. Okay. Wiseman, you seem to be of a different <coughs> perspective. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much. Um, funny enough, funny enough, just two days back, yeah. I was talking with my girlfriend. Oh. She, she had a problem, right? Um, with a friend. She felt like her friend was using her. Uh, I'm so sorry, babe, but I uh, just, you know, I'm sharing my experience. Um, but she felt like her friend was using her. So we were arguing. I'm like, okay, so what do you think you should do? And then she was like, I think I should confront her and let her know. And then I was like, personally, I think sometimes silently distancing yourself would be ideal. But at the same time, I would say, it's also ideal to let her know how you feel. But exactly. the problem with that, it's if I approach Miles and tell Miles that, listen, Miles, I feel like you've been using me and da-da-da-da, Miles might be in denial and he might start lying. And we might start thinking, okay, we're trying to fix our relationship now. And then after two months, it's back to what it is. Mm. And I said, if she really cares about you and she really needs you as a friend, if you silently distance yourself and she does really care, she will confront you about it and she will ask you about it. So I feel like the issue of going to someone and confront them or let them know, um, that's where, again, the issue of lies come in. No, it's not like that, man. You know, I've been going through things. You're really a good G to me. And then we start pretending, pretency. It will start, you know, picking up again. And then as time goes on, it will fall again. So that's my just view as to you can, but there's a lot that you still need to expect yeah. or you can silently distance yourself. If they need you, they will follow you. Um, I just want to like interject here. I feel like context is very important though because, you know, while I understand where you're coming from, yeah. in a context where somebody starts to feel or starts to be or starts to seem like they're using you, you don't necessarily know what the person's going through. You don't know why they might be coming off the way that they that they may seem they're coming off as. Yeah. And... <clears throat> You know, if you start to silently distance yourself, 
you could be distancing yourself from somebody who needs you at the time yeah. that they need you most. Mm. And they're most likely not going to approach you if they're going through something. Mm. So while I get the perspective of being afraid that they might lie to you, I believe that it's not your place to make that decision for them. You mm. know, like if, if, if you feel there's a problem with the relationship, I think the best way to go about anything is just be honest about it. And if they lie to you, that's on them, you know, and you'll pick up on that. But, you know, don't take that opportunity away from them because it could also be a good opportunity for them to vent on something that they might have been going through, oh, yeah. which you never would have been able to pick up if you just <coughs> distanced yourself. Mm. Get me? Mm. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Already the topic is heated. Yes. So 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 now here we we getting nice perspective for the I think for the first time in the show. Yeah. Uh, wow, it's it's a miracle. But anyway, now Wise mentions that if you if you are in a situation in a situation where you feel like the person is using you, right, or they've become toxic to the relationship yeah. and to your own sanity or whatever, you just distance yourself. That's wise. Simpia says that you can distance yourself given that you're gonna give the person a reason as to why you're doing it. For example, if I feel like you're using me, I come to you, listen, I feel like the relationship is not mutually beneficial. I feel like you are using me and I don't get anything from the friendship. And then you, the person will have to explain themselves like, no, it's A, B, C, and D. Um, Miles is of a similar perspective where he says, some people might, 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 you, might, you, might you might misinterpret their actions. And then if you suddenly distance yourself, you, you risk not getting... Um, what their insight as yeah. to why things were happening, but now, now here's he, 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 he the interesting thing. Now, the person, if you feel like Miles, you feel like the person is using you. There are people who, for example, if Wiseman stops stops texting me for let's say two weeks, right? We stop talking for two weeks. I can think maybe Miles, your um, Wiseman might be going through something, right? Yeah. And I feel like in that point, that's where I'd be like, okay, Miles, your um, Wiseman, what's happening? Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Um, is school fine and whatnot? Yeah. There you can check up on the person. They do it again. You still check up on the person. The fourth time, you check up on the person. Now, this is a situation where you feel like the person is just toxic. They're taking, taking, t- and constantly taking from you. For example, they'll call you, yo, listen, I need A, B, C, and D. Can you please pull through? Listen, I need A, B, C, and D. Can you still pull through? And when you ask them once, hey, can you please pull through for this? They say they can't. Then is it the same thing as to you go as to ask what's really going on? Because then they can vent. What's there to vent about if the person is... You know, mm. it's a it's a pattern. It's a pattern. And, and in, in the situation I'm talking about with my girlfriend, that's literally what it was. Okay, fair. Um, see, that's why I said context is very important. Yeah. Um, and with the way that you contextualize it, you can kind of clear. I don't want to point fingers, but you can kind of clearly see who's in the wrong. Yeah, and that's the friend who's calling you in in in, in instances where they need you. Mm. Um, and I feel like in a position like that, if you're identifying that you think this relationship is toxic to you then I don't necessarily see the problem with slowly distancing yourself. Um, You know, um, after the passing of the late Nipsey, um, you know, Lauren Lauren posted something that was quite deep and she said that, um, you know, we're not entitled, we are not entitled to to possessing people. Mm. Um, They're just experiences for us, you know. And in a case where somebody abuses the experience of you and they start to feel like they're entitled to you, then I think it's also important that they understand that experiences can come and go. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so in a, con- a context like that, I think pulling yourself away in a way that's healthy for you, most importantly, is I think it's justified. Okay, so we can't also... Okay, now he, he, here's, a, here's, here's more context to this thing. Um, we can't be ignorant to the fact that we are 
part of a generation where we are very quick to cut to cut people off. Yeah. Other friends, mm. other spouses, even family. Mm. We are so quick to cut people off based on what maybe, for example, I might perceive as something small. For example, um, I think Wiseman is toxic because the internet has deemed him to be toxic based on on his actions. Mm. For example, something that might be like friends fight. We yeah. know friends fight. Yeah. Okay. Um, if if Wiseman needs something from me and I can't provide and I say no. Yeah. You know, and then Wiseman goes to the internet. Yeah. And he checks on Twitter that people are saying, if your friends can't pull through for you at this time, yeah. they're toxic. Mm. Wiseman thinks, yo, Usipil is actually toxic. <coughs> Mm. Okay, he cuts me off based on what he has read in the internet, yeah. and that's the society that we live in. And we know for a fact um, the ideas that um, social media perpetuates as toxic, and how how it affects relationships, romantic and friendships. Yeah. So I want to know: Is it really a good thing to now cut everyone off that is deemed toxic by social media? Because social media is also a platform where people share their opinions. Mm. Mm-hmm. So do you then go with what you believe in or do you go with what social media believes in? And here's an interesting thing. Do you, how do you, what's this? How do you avoid the pressures that come with social media? For example, what you, what they deem as incorrect is what you might deem as normal. Yeah. How do you then go about avoiding that pressure to <coughs> leave the person that you actually want to be with? Okay, so from my side, I think... Something very important to add, to just keep in mind is that with the way things move so quickly, trends genuinely just come and go. Um, and the problem is... we Wait, need what? Trends. Oh, trends. Trends yeah. genuinely just come and go. And the problem with the way that everything is now, we tend to get very sucked up into these trends very, very quickly. Um, and we make very impulsive decisions based off of these trends. very good example is this toxicity thing. A year ago, two years ago, nobody even used the word toxic. Like, it came, and now it's on everybody's vocabulary. Mm. Something small happens, this person's toxic. Anything happens, this person's toxic. Yeah, yeah, this person's toxic. You know, and one of the most important things to then identify is core values. And core values is not something that can ever be identified on social media. You know, because core values means values that are important to you. Mm -hmm. And if your core values are based off things that are put on social media, then that's when you become very easily influenced by the things that you're seeing there. Mm. And things like toxicity, um, <clears throat> trending toxicity rather, start to become something that you base how you perceive most of your relationships. And I feel like that's something that we need to learn to be aware of, which unfortunately not all of us are. And it sucks because, you know, in a world where everybody's cutting everybody off, I feel like people, some people do it um, just to avoid being the one that got cut off first. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve right there. Yeah, um, and I love what you just said, Miles, and I'd like to add on it as well. Um, I usually classify myself as a principled person. I'm principled. I got principles. And as a growing person, my principles and core values are my own. I'm the one who decide, sure. right? Yeah. No <laughs> one should decide for me. Yeah. So it, it goes back to what Miles is saying. But however... We can never uh, ignore the fact there are those core values that we can all relate to. They're almost similar, even though it's, you know, it's your own, it's my own, yeah. but we resonate. Yeah. For example, cutting off people, I don't see it as a bad thing, mm. personally, right? Um, for me, you should know this. Um, one of the best quotes from Lessons from the Wild is, keep the company you keep in check. Yeah. 
You see, so basically, for that to happen, that will mean that certain people that you'll have to to cut. Sure. Just to give you a little bit of content, um, for example, yeah, most of us here are entrepreneurs, right? Mm-hmm. We see miles, you know. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we're entrepreneurs, right? I know, I know. There's a video that I made whereby I was talking about keep the company you keep in check mm-hmm. because your circle of friends. Your network determine your net worth. Yeah. So what happens is your circle of friends. This is where you get the emotional support, the intellectual support, whatever support that you need. So do not keep on surrounding with yourself with people who are less beneficial to your growth and people whom they are draining you. Yeah. If you feel me. Yeah. Eventually you'll run out. Yeah. So who's yeah. gonna pick you up? Okay. Let, let, let me interject once again. Yeah. I said that there are cases where. I'm going to say now there are cases where it's extremes. It's, yeah. it's, it's things like you can, you don't have to go on social media to see if the person is toxic to you. Exactly. Um, Miles um, mentioned something important and you also did principles, which I feel like if you're doing, if you're going to make such a big decision, like, like cutting someone off, it should be based on your principles and not necessarily on what on social, social media, media yeah. says you should, right? Yeah. But like I'm saying now, we are in a generation where it's so easy to cut people off, not based on our principles, but based on the fact that yeah. social media says, my wise man, this person is toxic, cut them off. And we obviously, my principles say, hey, don't cut the, the person off. Yeah. But if I go on social media and I go to protect the person, then yo, I'm going to be bad. Can so how, how do you deal with the pressures of, social media says I should cut the pe- person okay. off and I don't want to cut them off. Okay. Um, so <clears throat> I'm going to try and answer your question. Um, and I'm also trying to link it to what Wiseman said. And, you know, Wiseman was speaking right now about how, you know, your net worth is your network, you know. And I believe in that very, very, very firmly because the reality is everybody is a product of their environment. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the lovely thing about that is you get to kind of choose which environment you're in. But now the dangerous thing is, um, you know, most people who don't understand that, then start to put themselves in the environment of social networking. Um, and so they become a product of that. And when you become a product of social media, you, be, you be become a product of everyone else's opinions. Mm. And now the difficulty there is, <clears throat> you find that a lot of the people who are saying things like, I'm going to cut people off, I'm going to cut people off, the principles upon which they're basing those things on is trending. Yeah, I mean, yeah, everybody, yeah. everybody knows that if you start talking about how you're going to cut people out, yeah. you're about to gain a lot of clout. People are going to ask you why. People are going to back you up. People are going to retweet, retweet, like all of the different things that happen on social media. And the difficulty then is understanding that for those people, that's where a lot of them draw validation from. So it's Mm. not necessarily that they're cutting people off based on principle. Like you said, it's, you know, it's for the clout that they're doing it for. Um, And so when you can identify that, it becomes easier to pull yourself away from that because you don't feel like you're pressured into doing the same things. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think the reality is all of us do genuinely tend to... I mean, we rely on each other. We're human beings, and that's just reality. Mm. But at the same time, when your principles or your... When when the environment that you decided to surround yourself in is one that is based on something as as volatile as social media then you mm. will be easy, easily easily influenced. Yeah. But when the environment that you're creating for yourself is something that you can hold on to see and base off things that you have decided upon yourself, then things like social media and people attacking you, and 
it's just life, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I know what's his name, Tech Nine, once said something that I not not, not Tech Nine, sorry, Immortal Tech, said something that was really powerful for me. He said that if you're playing a video game and you find bad guys along the way, that is when you know you're going the right way. And so yeah. I feel like Ooh. it's the best way for you to keep in mind that <laughs> if you feel like you're doing something and everybody's attacking you for it because you feel like this is not what you stand for, you're most likely going the right way. Ooh. Nice. Powerful. If you're playing a video, go- video game and you find bad guys along the way, that's when you know you're going the right way. I know this because I used to play San Andreas when I was in primary school. <laughs> and like, you, 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 you know when you're just cruising around and you don't get attacked, you, there's no police. Like, hey, you're now the you're just going to... <laughs> you start asking yourself. <laughs> you're going the wrong way. checking the map again. Like, yeah. Um, so yeah, but um, I think we can go on a break for now. Okay, while well, the conversation is still nice and heated, go on a break. By Galant, um, Miles Ilora Toes, that song. Um, he's a good artist. Wait, wait, why do you have to put that out there? It's like, in case people don't like it. No, Miles it's a, Ilora, yeah, yeah. safety. <laughs> like, yeah, if, if people don't like it. That was like a disclaimer. Like, if people don't like it, they can know that it's your sh- If people do like it, then they can come back and listen for more. <laughs> I'm just saying. But anyway, that was Waiting Call by Galant. Um, yeah. So now. Before the break, before the break, we touched on very important <clears throat> points. Um, social media, the influence of so- social media on how people cut people off and yeah. so easily. Um, now I'm just going to pick on Simpia for a bit. We haven't heard his voice for a while. So I'm going to pick on, on, him, on him for a bit. I want you to tell me Simpia. Sure. <laughs> Joking, man. But uh, uh, I, I just need to know, actually, this is a statement. I yeah. feel like this culture of cutting people off so easily, mm. um, what's this? refuses or stops us from developing the skill of conflict solving. Agreed. Agreed. So now we can't conflict solve because if someone does something wrong to us, we just cut them off. Mm. Wiseman, 
you made a statement that you silently distance yourself from someone. Mm. Doesn't that then stop you from actually being able to conflict solve? Because I mean, if you can approach the person and solve the conflict and see how it goes, if they lie, they lie. That's up to you. But you will grow from that. Yeah. Don't you think then just silently moving away prevents you from developing that skill? <coughs> but I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna hold it. I wanna yeah. hear from some people. Nice. Um. So yeah, before I just go deep with it. Um, I want to share this quote near by George Bernard Shaw, mm. right? The the single biggest problem in communication is the illusion that it has taken place, right? Mm. The, the single biggest problem in communication is mm. the illusion that it has taken place. You. So then... Hey. So then... <laughs> I got goosebumps. Can you see them? Of I'm wearing a sweater. Stop lying. Guys are lying. They didn't say anything. I saw you nod your head, bro. So, 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 guys, so... Um, I'm thinking that the reason you cut people off, ne? Mm. the reason you cut people off is the fact that, I don't know, in our heads, we think that communication has happened. Mm. And then, let, let me say, you do something wrong to me. Ne? And then I'll expect you to come to me and then be like, okay, yeah, gee, I'm sorry, I did that and that and that, cool. And now in my head, I, I've played that process a lot of times that it has become reality. reality. Yeah. But then in actual facts it hasn't happened. So then now that when um what is this? The this what is this? Cutting people off comes in whereby mm-hmm. I'm like, um, I'm expecting also to come over and apologize. But he, didn't. Yeah. And then now, boom, I'm cutting you off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So uh, Yo, yo, just just I think I think we are, well, a lot of us are, are guilty when it comes to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, because when pe- oftentimes when someone does wrong to you, you think you assume they know that what they've, what they've done is wrong to you. Yeah. Biggest problem, if someone does wrong to you, I don't think they know they've done wrong to you. I mean, sometimes they do, but like oftentimes I don't think they know they've done wrong to you. So you, I don't think you can expect them to come and say sorry for something they don't even know. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Um, so like powerful quote, man. <clears throat> I just want to add on, um, and I think I want to bring context back into it because you know we spoke a lot about social media, and I think social media is a very important thing to keep in mind. Um, and I'm going to contextualize social media for what it's becoming. Now, don't get me wrong; I'm not saying social media is a bad thing because we all use it, we all love it, we all get validation from it in some other way. But let's look at the type of social media that we have. In social media today, open Instagram, bet you one of the first things you will see is someone complaining about something. And if it's not about complaining... Even WhatsApp. Yeah, even WhatsApp. And if it's not a complaint, it's somebody normalizing that complaint or something difficult through a joke. Um, You know, um, in modern day culture, that's called memes, realistically speaking. Most of the memes that we laugh at, it's something that you relate through someone else's pain. Because it's pain, yeah. But it's funny. They make it funny so that they normalize the pain. And I feel like we're doing the exact same thing with this idea of cutting people off. Mm. Social media has become like an escape whereby it's almost like a little safety net for it's like a little safety net for people's problems. 
that we then use to pull ourselves into a situation and an environment of mediocrity. Mm. Now, I'm not, do not get me wrong, I'm not saying anybody's mediocre, yeah. but I am saying that hiding behind the things that we learn on social media is a mediocre way of thinking because it prevents you from being able to analyze the situation on the deeper levels that it encompasses mm. because social media will only ever really touch on things on a superficial level. Um, and so to bring it back to what you were then saying, as I try to remember what it is that you were saying, because I've been speaking for so damn long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is, when you, when, you, when you find yourself in a position now where you feel like you've been speaking to somebody and you feel like you've, you've, you've communicated what it is that you're feeling to them, but you haven't, and then you fall back into that safety net of social media where yeah. you've seen all of the negativity that's there. And it further validates whatever thinking that you've had. Sure. You then start to have the conversation with social media instead of the actual person. Mm, exactly. Where yeah. that starts to be the conversation that you think you had with the person, but it never actually happened. Mm -hmm. Because someone there is telling you that it's okay to feel this way. It's telling you that it's okay to cut people off. Yeah. And so you take that for truth. Because why? Core principles are lacking. And so it's very important then to make sure that you never fall into the web of mediocre thinking that can sometimes be brought on by seeking comfort in social media just 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 to bring something to the table an interesting point you just you just raised there we go on to have the conversation with social media and there's a culture on twitter called subbing even on whatsapp and instagram whereby you post something intended to hit someone and hoping that they read the tweet or they view your <laughs> post and they know it's about them what's your take on that Wise man. Wise man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I, I feel like wise man still wants to defend himself because I put, <laughs> I put them on the spot and I no, said, no, he's no. the one who said you should silently move away yeah. instead of actually um, approaching yeah, and yeah, yeah. finding the situation. Yeah. Not necessarily defending myself, <laughs> all right, because when it comes to the Alpha Show, one thing that we all advocate for or we all um, support, it's open-mindedness yes right there's no need for me to defend myself if my gentle brothers are showing me another perspective of something yes <laughs> free choice free choice <laughs> they don't call him wise men for nothing people uh, anyway anyway so on that one though yeah i do agree with you um and it's it's a it's an experience i recently had with one of my colleagues we didn't see eye to eye and the way I was confronted, I didn't like it. So what I did, I kind of silently distanced myself because I felt disrespected. And one of my principles is, you should leave the table where respect is no longer served. That is one of my principles. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Does he know you felt disrespected? Well, then she didn't know, right? Okay. Yeah. So it's a subjective thing. Yeah. To you, what might be normal to you might be, you know, very abnormal to me. So yeah, yeah, yeah. when I felt disrespected, also my energy shifted. So there's a, there are many layers that we need to also look into, right? Yeah. So I felt disrespected. Yeah. Of course, an illusion that she knows that what she did is wrong. Yeah. Um, I also felt like she did it intentionally. Yeah. So she she knew. So for her not to come and say, listen i know we didn't see eye to eye i'm sorry to me also felt like okay you know what it validates what i was thinking so it goes back to what simple is saying about the illusion thinking yeah um but what you are all saying again about 
us preventing us or denying us an opportunity of learning communication skills or conflict solving skills it's true because when she confronted me like listen wise i've seen that there's a shift of energy different energy now and this is not you i know you you are not this guy because truth speaking like i'm saying when i distance myself even the energy changes because now yeah. it's like i felt disrespected i don't know how to you know behave or treat you but one thing surely is i'm not gonna disrespect you back so you know what i'll just conserve myself yeah. So after that we had we had the, the the communication, we solved the issue, and then it came out that there was miscommunication from both parties. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So from there we solved our issue, and then we were cool again, normal. I learned. I even uh, told uh, my girlfriend that yes, we solved it, and I think I learned. You know when you have to admit that mm. I was wrong as well, but yeah. I think I learned. <clears throat> so it's that type of thing that again this thing of silence distancing yourself. It could be wrong, but there are many layers that we need to look into. So at this point, I can still say, yes, it is wrong. We need to at least confront people. But now my question is, what happens now if you still confront the person and, still, and then you still find that, you know what, it's pretency, it's pretency. And again, what if you feel yourself that actually there's really no need to confront this person? Okay. Because again, it, you confront people whom I think you also feel that you know what I need in my life. For example, if we had a problem with Miles, I, I wouldn't say you know what he can go to hell, right? Mm. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> so, uh, it would be a thing of how confronting. Listen, bro, man to man. Sorry, if I was a host, that would be my catchphrase. No, I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, so, men to men, right? Men to men, listen, I know it happened. Something is wrong. Let us talk about it. But then sometimes you find that also you like, you know what, I'm lacking the energy to do this. So, okay. assumably so, it's, it's mutual. I don't need him. He don't need me. It's mutual. It's fine. Yeah. Okay. You mentioned something which for some odd reason is actually part of the opening statement mm -hmm. you will be surprised what you can learn from those people yeah you cut someone off you're like ah, this thing is not working out for me they will move away you assumed <coughs> that they they should have known what they did was wrong mm. but then in the end you learned yeah that communication is the illusion that it has taken place mm -hmm. excuse me mm -hmm. yeah. yeah something along those lines uh, yes, I have to put her. You know me. <laughs> the uh, best floor, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. But anyway, um, See, so that, that was the floor right there. You thought that the communication communication had taken place, and then you just moved on. But it's fine. It's okay. So she did that. Anyway, it is what it is, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know when you know. <laughs> you know when you when you know you know. <laughs> when you know you know. Um, but yeah. yeah interesting perspective people um wise man has, has had a nice question as an interesting question sure. when uh, i think he answered himself when if, if you feel like you, know, you no longer need the person do you still need to confront you don't need to confront the person if you feel like you don't need them you have to go through certain stages in life where you're like actually i don't think i need this person in my life based on these reasons right yeah. if it's based on one event here's the thing here's our biggest flaw as humans we have 99 um nice moments with someone and that one moment you're like ah it writes off all the other 99s. Yeah. There's different stages and obviously different yeah. severities to that. If it's something so severe that it actually raises all the 99, then sharp, you move away. Okay? But I don't think you should base the decision as cutting someone off based on one experience. For example, if, if, if I feel like Wiseman disrespected me at, a, like at one event, he was like, 
ah, we'll see, this is nice. He spoke to me in a certain way that I didn't like. I can't just cut him off mm. because of that one instance. I can just talk to him if I feel like I still need him. If you don't need the person, then you shouldn't have even yeah. gotten the stage whereby you don't, like they, they disrespected you or whatever. You should move away way before. Okay? Don't, I, I feel like we should never allow people to be, to get to a stage where they're toxic to us. Yeah. Okay? Don't give someone enough power to become toxic in your life. Don't base your... Uh, I had a video that I posted yesterday. I was like, why do we base our happinesses, our sanities and pieces of mind on people? You give someone so much power, you say you are my source of happiness. Mm. One person shouldn't be your source of happiness. You should be your own source of happiness. You should be so content with yourself and what you have. Mm. And then you go out there and you can actually accept what people give you. Because if you don't know what makes you happy and it's based on what other people are projecting, then you can accept anything that... Excuse me, something. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like uh, I've touched a nerve. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Um, so yeah, guys, what Usi is basically saying is something I like to call the cup analogy. Right. Oh. Yeah. So 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 quickly. <laughs> Are you summarizing? Yeah, I'm just adding on what Usi is saying. Making, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm adding on what Usi is saying. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, the cup analogy, basically what it is, is that when you, when you, in a relationship with someone, right? Be it your friends, be it your girlfriend, be it family, be it workplace, wherever. Yeah. What you don't want to have is have someone filling your cup or have yourself filling someone else's cup. So what you want to have is you want to go into an interaction or a relationship with your cup full, already fully. You get there. Um, I meet my guy, wise man. He also has his cup full. So that we no one has to fill each other's cups because then what happens is in relationships right romantic relationships everywhere what happens is you get there and say maybe someone else's cup is empty or not empty say maybe half empty right and then i fill the cup i fill the cup i fill the cup i fill the cup not knowing that maybe the not knowing that the cup is i don't know 50 liters big so now I'll fill the cup to a point where I'm I'm emptying my own cup. Mm. Mm. You feel me there? So now I'm empty. Th- that's when toxic relationships come in. That's when <clears throat> dependency. Now now I depend on wise men for my happiness because you've been always filling my cup. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. this is <laughs> it's interesting because I remember. Um, I think you guys were on his show at one point, um, AP. Shout out to AP. Um, <laughs> you know, we, we spoke about a very similar topic. You know, yeah. the, the topic was self-love. And I feel like <laughs> we could have another show on self-love on its own, but we're not going to get into it. But the yeah. only thing I want to bring up is, I think at the core of just about everything that we do, so much of it stems from a lack of self-love. Ooh. And what we then do is we project, you know, we project certain images as to what we think self-love should look like onto other people um and above and beyond that we then take from other people what we think self-love should look like um and it always falls back to the principles that you create for yourself you know and the sad thing is we get into positions where when you don't understand what self-love should be you then depend on somebody else's version of love on you um because However that person loves you is how you feel like you should love yourself. And so now the problem is if they leave, then all of a sudden they take their self, they take your self-love with them. Mm. Um, and 
I feel like in today's society where we kind of have like a very microwave mentality where it's like if we want everything immediately, you know, um, we want this to happen now, we want this to happen now. You find yourself in a position where because you're not willing to cultivate self-love within yourself and you're trying to find it within every other person, you're also as quick to cut them off because you never took the time to understand them. Also because you don't understand yourself. And above and beyond that, you know, you cut other people off for the mere fact that you don't want to be cut off first. Um, and I think I touched on that earlier. Mm. Um, so for me, I think it's just, it's so important to take the time to understand what it is that makes self and what it, why it is you love self. Mm. Mm. People, alphas, alphas, alphas. I don't have to say this. Simpia would say, no, no, Wiseman would say, it's deep, man. It's deep. I don't have to say it. I feel like you already know. You can hear the atmosphere. You can hear all these statements these guys are dropping. Um, I'm sorry that I have to do this, but I have to do it. Um, we have gone very long. So I might have to end the topic here. I'm just going to ask the guys for closing statements yeah. and then we can go. But you've heard it all. You've heard self-love. You've heard toxic you've heard social media you've heard core principles core principles and we're not saying just because you're cutting someone off you lack core principles we're just saying yo maybe you have to sit down and rethink those core principles um it makes it easier when social media if if you are a product of social media you will be easily influenced by social media that's what we're saying it's not facts it's opinions if you have any more opinions you know what to do you know what to do, but we'll get into that um, in the end. So just for closing statements, very short, very short. I'll start with Miles, closing statements quickly, Simpiwe, wise man, and then we'll wrap up the show. Um, from my side, uh, most of all, thank you guys for letting me be on the show. Um, that's Miles. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, um, thank you guys for letting me be on the show. Um, to everybody out there, like he said, it's all opinions. Um, but the one thing that I hope anybody does take away from this is just make sure that you identify what is important to solve, you know, and that core principles are something that you keep at heart and that you never become a product of your environment in a negative way. Um, I just want to tell the authors and everyone that's listening that make sure you fill your own cup before you fill someone else's. Okay. Um, wise man. Nice. Um, Okay. For me, once once says okay, that means it's gonna say something long. Why yeah. keep it short? <laughs> no, the moment I'm saying okay, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. only just done it. The keep canon. it short. Keep it short. Keep okay, it short. I'll, no, I'll keep it short. Just my take-home lessons, right? Confrontation. If you still need the person, mm. if you know that there's that interdependence, it's important. You're gonna learn the communication skills. Speaking from experience, that's what I learned. But then again, you should. Keep the company you keep in check from the beginning. That's where it all starts. And if you see that it doesn't work, for example, Miles if does something for the first time and then I I, I know it ain't going to work, you can't suddenly distance yourself. You should not act like you care now and so forth. If you don't need the person and the feeling is mutual, you can easily distance yourself as well. And yeah, I think lastly, I think that was, that's, that's it for me. Was so lastly. much for short. That was a whole minute, yeah. bro. <laughs> That's wise man for you. See, wise man says, okay, just know it's happening. Um, but anyway, speak, bro. What yeah, you expect? Th- ugh, man. Thank you so, th- <laughs> thank you so much, uh, Miles, for coming to the show, man. You've brought so much perspective, really nice perspective. Um, thank you, Alphas, for engaging these two Alphas next to me, um, and thank you, Alphas, 
you alphas for tuning in um before we go i just want to say thank you to my friend um luto kulati um something i didn't tell you guys in the beginning because i was waiting for you to come in um, thing to the end is that he sent me that screenshot he sent me the screenshot mm-hmm. with that text mm-hmm. and i was like yo man listen i'm bringing this to the show and i told him i'd give him a shout out so shout out to luto kulati um you made it to the show bro <laughs> um can also I make, can, ma- I, can, can, can i make a shout out yeah yeah, yeah sure yeah man Thank you God. I just I've always wanted to do that. I just really. Shut <laughs> up. Oh. Well, what a beautiful way to end our episode Miles. Um Alphas catch us on our social medias. Um Alpha Show SA that is Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. And also our number um it's 062562 1003 and that's that yeah um also don't forget to send us your marketing ideas so whatever you want to market um uh, you want to market anything <laughs> elevate elevate what about elevate just ask me about it 0825791497 yeah i'm i'm going to edit that out he's, he tried to say he tried guys he tried to send you his number don't do it um but you can follow <laughs> him on Insta- <laughs> you can follow him on instagram what's your tune m underscore laura M underscore Elora. Elora is I L O R A H. So yeah, it is an H. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hope you enjoyed this, the, the 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 episode. Text us 0625621003 and offer show essay on all social media platforms. Thank you. Please Alphas don't out. cut the offer show. Alphas out.